Hello, and welcome to No Such Thing as a Bad Movie Podcast. I'm April Atmansky, and I'm here today with... Justin Ho-Ho-Ho to glue. We don't have to come up with names. Colin Christmas Carol Cunningham. <laughs> and we are simply having a wonderful, wonderful Christmas, Christmas time. That's Colin's most hated Christmas song. Oh, he hates he that one? He can't stop singing it. I, would, <laughs> I hate it less than the John Lennon one. Well, me too. What's the John Lennon song? one? So it is Christmas. Uh, yeah. done I'll take McCartney <laughs> over Lennon. Thank oh, you very much. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hate that Lennon song so much. Okay, so this week we are uh, watching a holiday classic by a classic, <laughs> probably the most classic family director there is. Um, although I guess he did other movies that were not necessarily family movies. Schindler's List. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're talking Hook. And it is Hook. a Christmas. Yeah, I like how you is, said that, April. <laughs> <laughs> Hook. Yeah, we uh, we have a. Uh, there is Christmas in uh, about the first twenty minutes of this movie. Is Peter Pan classically a Christmas set thing, like the Nutcracker, uh, or is it just in this movie? I I I'm gonna have to refer to somebody else on I don't that. Know. I don't know because at the be there's lots of Christmassy stuff at the beginning of this, including yeah. the play. Because I'm like, okay, like kids re- Christmas recitals will often do a play, mm-hmm. but is Peter Pan like a Christmas play? I'm not sure. No, I don't yeah, think I don't so. Know. But don't yeah. Anyway, now let's get our Peter Pan um, background right off the top here. Not a fan of Peter Pan as a property, <laughs> a story, not one I would go to very much as a kid. No, nor nor am I. Um, I liked it, but I am pretty indifferent to it. And I obviously have seen the Disney one, but it's not one that we owned. Yeah, and this little as... shit, smirking grin on his face, yeah. torturing <laughs> children. I've yeah. never seen the Disney one. Well, uh, there's a lot of racism in it. Uh, <laughs> but like whole, Hollywood loves it. Peter Pan. They cannot get enough yeah, of it. Yeah, so I was just thinking like... There were a lot of a Peter lot. Pan movies. There was that one that came out in like the 2000s. Yeah, yeah just called Peter Pan, kid. I believe. Yeah. And then there was Finding Neverland with oh, Johnny well, Depp. Yeah. Sorry. That was yeah. about the writing of Peter Pan. And then there was the Joe Wright Pan movie yeah. with like Hugh Jackman singing pop songs. I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, no. Yeah. Right. I will, I will say um, a while back, maybe 10 years ago, I they did like a... Um, a, a a, a live stage show yeah. on ABC and didn't Christopher Walken play Captain Hook? Oh, he did. You're I saw, right. I watched that. Oh my and, God. And uh, Allison Williams played Peter Pan and she wasn't bad. But uh, just so like th- Pinocchio, Peter Pan is something that I don't understand why it keeps being remade so much or Robin Hood. <laughs> you is know, it, the studios are like, you guys love Robin Hood, right? Public domain mm-hmm. property. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that, like, yeah, Robin Hood gets There was even a, a Wendy movie that came out a couple years back done by oh, the Beast of the Southern Wild guy. Oh, my God. I don't God. even remember that. I think I must have missed that. I'm just, like, blocking them all because I do not care about them. But the yeah. only one that I ever saw and loved was Hook. Mm-hmm. And that, honestly, that kind of makes me love the story because I love this movie. I grew up with this movie, and I was shocked shocked to hear several years ago that this is considered a bad movie some would say spielberg's worst which uh, I, I think I, always has that no what am i saying ready player 19, one has 19, that crown 1941 oh, um 1941 is compared to ready player one okay you're, oh, you're right it's you're a masterpiece right. or even always <laughs> yeah come on I, I don't even know what always is i think it's, is uh, that richard dreyfus yeah john richard dreyfus john goodman it's a remake of a like a jimmy stewart movie i think yeah where Richard Dreyfuss dies and then comes back to life to reunite 
someone else was his now like girlfriend wife <laughs> oh, God. played That's by weird. holly hunter i think uh, it sounds about sounds right pretty schmaltzy it's not good <laughs> uh, yeah, babe, but Schmaltz is what Spielberg does best. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I did see most of 1941 recently, mm-hmm. and uh, this is much, much better than that. But nope. You know, it, it, <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's what I'm going to say. You're, you're telling that to the person that streamed it, yeah. whose stream we watched. Who loves it. Um, but yeah, this movie is great. And so this episode, I'm probably more going to be picking things that I think don't work because I think everything else is great. <laughs> Instead of picking things I like about I think this me movie. and Colin are basically on the same page about the movie, having uh, seen his letterbox. Yeah, I, I think, well, it, it was weird. When I first saw this in the theater, I was really looking forward to it. I even had like the poster hanging in my room, my bedroom at home. I'm like, wow. man, Spielberg, he can do no wrong. And um, yeah, then I saw this and I wasn't quite sure what I thought about it. And I was kind of liked it and then I bought it uh, on VHS I may have told this story before mm-hmm. and then um, I was watching it with my family I'm like come on guys we all gotta watch Hook and then one by one they just disappeared they went upstairs for something and then never came back downstairs until I, I was left on my own and then that, I just turned the movie off I find that surprising because I think it's fun for the whole family now you were obviously <laughs> older when this came out I was older I feel yet. bad for the nieces and nephews that April sits down and she's like watch Hook it's so good <laughs> I feel like it is but I mean it, it, okay yes so nostalgia I, does play a it, role it does and I think I, I sort of wrote it off as just sort of being obnoxious over the years but now, mm-hmm. like rewatching it the other night, I've kind of appreciated it a bit more. I don't think I, I, it's as obnoxious as I remember. No, it being. no. Yeah. I find it just dull. Just dull as hell. It is very long. I will give you that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's but got a very I t- saggy middle. I section. had yeah, you, structurally yeah. the issue is that you're waiting for the fun stuff to happen. Yeah, and it takes a long time. I to get kind there. of Forever. disagree because I love the Lost Boys training uh-huh. Peter Panning stuff. Uh, I think that is fun. And uh, I hate the Lost Boys in this movie. I th- okay. So all right, Rufio. Um, uh. <sighs> Bangarang. I will Rufio. admit they say Bangarang quite a bit in yeah. this movie. I, um, I like Dante. I like Dante Basco. Academic He's, tone. She's like, yeah. well, honestly, I could teach a class on this. Um, yeah. yeah. So Dante Bosco as Rufio is fantastic. An original character. Um, yeah. He's he's really good. It's just all the other Lost Boys. I fucking hate them. Well, so much. I, I'm just gonna talk about Rufio for five seconds here. As we all know, I'm a big Dante Bosco fan because he. He does the voice of Zuko in Avatar The Last Airbender. He's a fantastic actor. He was acting a lot as a kid. Um, and uh, he was just so cool. And I listen to him every week on the Avatar The Last Airbender Nickelodeon podcast. He sounds exactly the same now. Mm-hmm. He has not I aged. I know looks the same yeah, as well. He has not aged since this came out. And uh, as uh, he has said on the podcast... This was actually a big deal for Asian visibility in Hollywood, having such a major character and, and such like the like character that every kid wants to be, be like a young Filipino kid. Mm-hmm. It was a big deal for at the time. Yeah, for sure. Um, which is great. But speaking of the Lost Boys, I see now that I'm watching, I haven't seen this since maybe I caught it on TV a long time ago. Obviously, I watched it a million times growing up. Uh I can look at it now in the context that it was made mm-hmm. and it was made at a time when movies were marketed to young boys and there was a lot of 
gross out stuff. There's a lot of pe- slapstick. There's a lot of people falling down. Uh, and it, 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 it's very of the time. So we got skateboarding. We got skateboarding. We, we got, got basketball. Like, wind skating. <laughs> we got basketball. We've got lots of like kid power. That's what this is. Yeah. It's very no girls early allowed. 90s. <laughs> yeah. It's very early 90s. Even though. Except this, for a very horny Tinkerbell who really wants to fuck. Uh, Peter Pan. Yeah, what was that about? You know what? I'm okay <laughs> is, with that because if that, if that didn't happen, what character does she have? She didn't. She needed you something. You can write her a character, though. It doesn't have to be defined by her wanting to have sex with Robin Williams. I, I feel like everybody wants to have sex. Everyone with Peter Pan. wants to have sex with it's Robin Williams. Ju- so okay, it's just his wife, um, uh, Judy Dench. Who then yeah, has to watch Peter uh, no, Pan Judy. have sex with her granddaughter? <laughs> it's not Judy. It's not Judy. No, Dench. it's Maggie Smith. Maggie Smith. Yeah, Maggie yeah. Smith does, and the mermaids, and Tinkerbell. That's yeah. it. That's <laughs> Only it. Five Only five people. Only five people. There were three mermaids. <laughs> I'm pretty I sure. Think literally every woman. If, if if Peter Pan's daughter was like, "I want to sleep with you, Daddy," that would be it. That would be all okay. the women. Actually, there's an animatronic flower that sniffs his crotch. So there you <laughs> there go. You go. Yeah. <laughs> Even the flowers want to bang, uh, bangarang. Oh no! Yeah, that's it's kind of disturbing, but uh, yeah. Well, let's let's talk about you know the the history of this movie because this seemed like a, a lifelong passion project for for Steven Spielberg. Really, not this particular movie, but he'd always wanted to do a Peter Pan story. Hmm. Um, and I was very shocked to see Nick Castle's name <laughs> at the beginning. Nick Castle, who played Mike Michael Myers in the original, the director of the Last Starfighter himself. Yeah, I didn't know how uh, big of a director he was. He directed quite a few movies. I-, I didn't even know he directed. All I know him is from uh, Halloween and the John Carpenter music videos. <laughs> big <laughs> trouble in Little China. Um, but. He was supposed to direct this movie originally, and then Spielberg uh, expressed interest, and the studio was like, okay, Nick Castle, here's your payoff. We'll give you an executive producer credit. Whoa, Nick Castle directed Dennis the Menace and Major Payne? What a career. <laughs> wow. So he was big around this time, too. Hey, he gets this points Mr. Movie. Wrong. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres needs to get uh, married to Bill Pullman. Uh, well, he gets points for The Last Starfighter, because I liked mm. that movie as a kid. Um. Yeah. So so he wrote this movie? I think he wrote, he came up with a story or something. He might have a writing credit, but it, it, the script was rewritten, I think, after he left the project. I yeah. think it's a great idea uh, it is. for a revamping of the Peter Pan story. Yes. You, There's we, a lot of questions that bothered me during this movie. <laughs> but like logical questions? Mostly about him having sex with the granddaughter of a woman okay. who's like, I just want to have sex with Peter Pan. That scene is really it's not creepy. Incest. We're gonna we're gonna get to that, but that yeah, is Yeah, it's, it's a real a, twilight thing in that scene, but we'll get to it. Yeah. Mm. It's like a kind of ugh. No, you're right. He saw her as a like a baby and then he decided but he I'm wanted to marry her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. God. Uh. Um, so yeah, it opens with the uh, yeah. What? Sorry. At one point, like uh, Michael Jackson was supposed to, wanted to play Peter Pan. Oh, of course he did. God. That's like his life's dream. Yeah, is to play Peter Pan. It's the boy that never grew up. Yeah. Uh, make me look like a boy, doctors. Um, uh, okay. Okay. Uh, so anyway. well, I mean, didn't didn't he have a Neverland Ranch? Yes, he did. Yeah. Uh, okay. Very creepy. Um, okay. So this movie starts with the thing that. I had to read up on why people hated this movie just so I could know what the uh, temperature was. This and is apparently, so perfect. Why does anybody yeah, like exactly? This? No, literally. <laughs> and apparently, there's too many sh- lingering shots on little kids' faces doing nothing, staring what? into space. 
and smiling. Like reaction shots? Yeah. So this that movie did not cross my mind. That was no. not an issue with this film. Okay, good. But apparently people didn't like that. And so this movie starts off with one of those shots mm-hmm. a, into a dead-eyed kid watching <laughs> watching the school play. Uh, which I like that this scene is kind of making fun of how crappy actors kids are. Because yeah. like the, the teacher is like on the side like saying like louder like and like feeding her lines. Feeding her the stuff. lines. <laughs> it's funny like uh you know, it's like the kids are acting exactly as bad as they would be in an actual play. And it's yeah. like, how do you, with children that young, like, how do you direct them? Yo, into... I think you just let them go because they suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you kind of find actors that aren't good. Yeah. It would be kind of hard for, to direct a child saying like, okay, now you're supposed to be bad. You know, now you're, you don't, char- you, now you're a character in the movie. You're supposed you to be don't. acting well. It's just like a Moturn media movie. You just <laughs> get somebody the lines and say, how say them. And then they say them how they say them. And whether it's good or bad, that's what it is. Yeah. And then it, you hope you get that perfect performance. But it is Robin Williams daughter, not his actual daughter, but his character's like, daughter, Peter, Peter Panning's daughter, Peter Banning's daughter. Panning. Um, She's not that good in this movie. Yeah, no, what she's, is, not. she's not. I, I good feel at all. like she is definitely the weakest actor, aside from maybe some of the Lost Boys, as you were saying. She's very big. Like every, she says every line like this. Yeah. And uh, oh my god, next to Charlie Corismo, she looks like crap. He's fantastic. He's really good. Um, That's uh, the Peter Manning's son in this movie. Um, Jack, and as many people my age will know him as uh, the nerdy character from Can't Hardly Wait. Wow, uh, the the uh, young girl in this movie only acted in one other thing. <laughs> oh boy. She maybe was like a producer's daughter or something. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, because Spielberg, that's his, that's his forte, is like directing children. Yeah, uh, well, he, I guess I, either he got lucky with Charlie Corsmo or... Uh, I feel like maybe they like gave him most of the lines and they kind of push her off in the movie at yeah. a certain point where she kind of disappears. Yeah, she kind of doesn't really have any effect on the movie whatsoever, I don't think. She could have... She's really just there to cry, kind of, yeah. and sing a terrible song. Or, you know, because she's cute and it's just like, oh, you know, the children are in peril. I think it would have worked much better just with Jack. I agree. I will say, I think she's cute. Um, I'm not, I wasn't like annoyed by her, but I was just no. like, oh, she's really not that good of an actress. Although I guess when Hook is trying to like, uh, turn them against, you know, Peter Banning, she's kind of his foil, you know, kind of yes. Jack goes along with it because he kind of hates his dad. Whereas, you know, yeah, so she movie. does, she does have, she a, kind of fights back, yeah. you know, against that. So she kind of works in that respect, but I don't think she's given enough to do really, but whatever. I mean, that's fine. We don't sure. need any more. Charlie Corzo, it's all about. Uh, his relationship with his dad and with Hook. Yeah, which uh, is a Spielberg staple, right, yeah, guys? Got dad, bad Robin dad. Williams takes a phone call during the stage play. Ugh. I mean, what a big spender. A phone call in like whenever this year, the early 90s, it came out, 1991. Yeah, a big cell phone. Just rude. Don't take a phone call during a play. Come yeah, on, and he's, man. Yeah, a children's he, play. He's talking pretty loud, too. Very annoying. I'm surprised no one like shift him. Yeah. Well, they They're all, probably they, too amazed. They, like, they, you know, they, like cavemen seeing a moving car. They're like, what's going what on? What the hell is They're that? They're staring at these little kids singing this song that John Williams wrote, by the way. Okay, I saw can I say, I feel like John Williams phoned it the fuck in for this movie. Yeah, right? you know what? I love the score, but I noticed this is like the exact same score as Home Alone. It's There's very similar. There's a lot of similarities. Yeah. That's yeah, the nutcracker. Like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
issue... That's Home Alone, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Tchaikovsky. Well, I feel like um, I'd read that John Williams had been working on a musical version of um, uh, Peter Pan, like a stage oh, play. So that song... That was kind of that. canceled or it never went through. So I think the two songs in the movie are kind of leftovers from that. Like oh, he, he just yeah. repurposed them for this. My issue with his score in the movie, and again, I had it... Uh, I would always get you know, movie scores to listen to. On tape or CD? Oh, CD, yeah. And I would like listen to it, but... Yeah, me too. He'd flip like, on anti-skip and start running and jogging. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, it's during the Lost Boy scenes, and it's why that I remember this being so obnoxious, is that, you know, they're, they're, their scenes are just so obnoxious and annoying. And then you've got this John Williams music that doesn't stop. It's just... Okay. Yes, you're right. There is a lot. It's a lot. It's just constant. And so it, it gives me anxiety during those scenes because it's just, mm. there's so much is happening and the, there's not a second where the score is not playing in this movie. Mm. And it's very, it's just very overbearing. Uh, and it, it can be just, it's just way too much for those scenes. Okay. So then Robin Williams is supposed to go to his young son's baseball game, the third <laughs> annual Santa series of baseball. So I guess Do- they're in L.A. or something. Does it's... not show up. I was shocked during the scene. They sell hot dogs at a Little League game? What is this <laughs> thing going on? I like how the umpire had a Santa beard on. An issue with this movie, though, is like after that, we cut to Robin Williams at work and like everybody loves him. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I guess that's supposed to show that he's neglecting his family life and nurturing his work persona. His work family, because they're so sycophantic with him. Yeah, they're like, we love you, basically. Enjoy your trip to London. Don't let your arms get tired. I was like, like, the cringe heard round the world. Uh, Also, we Uh, talk about the But the joke is, he's Peter Pan. He can fly. I know. Isn't that funny? He's no. The joke is, he's scared of flying. Yeah. Oh. Um. But yeah, remember the music in the scene? It's like straight out of The Sims One. Yeah. The the (laughs) it's like John Williams, but it sounds like this John Tesh, like New Agey. <laughs> it's like I could just see John Tesh like playing it on the piano. It's 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 like, bizarre. Or like Yanni or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I like it, but it it's it's much more than I remembered it. And it, yeah. se- it felt very dated. Yeah. And he sends one of his lackeys with like a camcorder to record the the big yeah. game. Jack is crushed. And I feel I felt bad for him in this scene. I was getting like flash forwards of Jingle All the Way when uh uh Jamie. Schwarzenegger misses his kids. Uh, oh, it's like a karate karate uh, tournament competition. I probably mentioned that during our jingle all the way. Probably, so. yeah. Uh, done better here because he's running to the field and it's over. Yeah, uh, yeah. So obviously his kid is upset. Wouldn't you be? Yeah, totally. And they're yeah. they're <laughs> the Bannings are like traveling to. I, I I think it's Panning. I think it's Banning with a B. All right, I'm looking Look it, it up, up right now. Because he's is Peter Panning. With a B? It's Banning with a B. B with a B. Yeah. Oh my God, I've been wrong my whole life. He's not going to call himself uh, Peter Panning. We've known April. We it's didn't want obvious. to tell you. We didn't want to embarrass you, but. <laughs> I've been yeah. saying Panning. <laughs> what? Oh tell God. me. You're, You're thinking it. back to all those times you said Panning to people and like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. Uh, yeah, all the people I've been talking to about how great Hook is. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, this in French is called Capitaine Crochet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We laughed crochet. so hard. Captain Crochet. Justin, is hook crochet in French? Uh, a crochet means hook. Yeah, it does. There you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Captain Crochet. 
Uh, it showed up on our iTunes. Yeah, I laughed so hard. Captain, <laughs> I want to get like the, the French poster now. Captain Crochet. Captain crochet. It's, a, it's a, yeah, Crochet, not Crochet. No, okay. whatever. That's <laughs> I'll call spelled. it Captain Crochet. Yeah. You say it how you want, Frenchie. <laughs> or the right way, that it's supposed to be said. Uh, I will say uh, right off the bat, like, you know, they're, they're on the plane trip to London. They're going to, uh, I don't know what Rob Williams does in this movie, but they're going to dedicate a wing oh, of a hospital. Oh, he's like an insurance. He's a lawyer. Oh, He's right, in yeah. acquisitions, whatever well, that right. means. Um, yeah, so he's a scumbag lawyer. Uh, they're flying to London to dedicate a hospital to uh, Wendy, gran- Grandma Wendy. Long flight, California to yeah. it. But I will I say like it's... I like in the flight, it looks like they're in hell. Like it's all <laughs> orange around them. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh, but uh, uh, the movie shot really well. Like Dean Cundy is the, the cinematographer. He's like John Carpenter's longtime mm-hmm. cinematographer. Worked Great with Spielberg. I wish Spielberg would just go back to using... You know, God other cinematographers. Yes. yes. I hate the look of his new movies. Um, I hate them. They look like shit. Yeah, sure, we've mentioned West Side it. Story was a kind of uh, a standout, though. I think that um, didn't. Blue, babu dee, babu dee. <laughs> Is that the same guy or no? It's the same guy. He always works with Janusz Kaminski. Um, but that didn't look, it didn't have the same look, I, I don't think. No. It was more pleasant to look at. And I mean, uh, me and Colin love West Side Story, and Justin hated it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I did not hate it. I gave okay. it three out of five. Come but on, I, I okay, hate the look that Janusz Kaminski brings. Or it's just maybe use him once in a while, but you know it doesn't fit every single movie. Isn't and that I, the guy who directed Speed too? No, no, that was Jan uh, Bond. Oh, sorry, <laughs> another J name. Yeah. Soft J. Uh, also, my friend worked on a commercial with Janusz Kaminski as the cinematographer. Said he's a massive asshole. Ugh. And the crew hated him. Well, there's no excuse for that. Yeah. Um, I work with Spielberg. But yeah, this is your typical movie plane that is huge. But, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. And uh, I always liked this scene as a kid because it's just it's just funny how, like, he, his son is, is you know... He's kind of like make, being, a, a, being, being a, a shit, but, like, he de- he deserves it, <laughs> Robin Williams. He does, yeah. He's giving him shit for, you know, missing his game he and stuff. He drew a picture of him, like, like flying out of the plane on fire. <laughs> oh, that was the little kid. That, no, that was actually Jack. She goes, look what Jack drew. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because he's mad at his dad, so he drew him without a parachute. He's like, who's this person without a parachute? Yeah. That's you. And, like... He's like using a baseball and like hitting the ceiling. That would never happen in a real plane. I know. They would be like, stop that. You yeah. know, it's dangerous. But their their interaction in this scene is really good. Charlie Corzimo is he's fantastic. He he's knows like, his you're dad. You're afraid you're going to get sucked out. Yeah. He's so funny. He's really good. <laughs> he's so sassy. And That's like, why I love him. He's like, yeah, no, I'll beat your next game. I promise. My word is my bond. Yeah, junk bonds. <laughs> <laughs> Such a zing. Kid. How do you know what junk bonds are? are yeah, you I gotta say, even I, even I don't know what junk bonds yeah, are. Yeah, I don't think most people would know what a junk bond is. <laughs> but it's still, I think th- when people hear the word bond in the financial sense, the only mm-hmm. word that they know is junk bond. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I would I can uh, attest to that. Um, so they make it to England, and now we're in a beautiful, picturesque, snowy, Christmassy yeah. world, which is nice. Uh, there's lots of like Christmas lights everywhere. Mm-hmm. Probably fake snow, uh, I'm guessing. I would think so. Yeah. And then Maggie Smith shows up, and she's like, Hello, Peter Pan. I'd like to fuck you. <laughs> what, what accent is that? Is that like Hello, French? it's me, Maggie Smith. <laughs> 
And something that I never knew growing up, which is that she is uh, aged up in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot, but she didn't. She was not like as old as the uh, character. She's uh, Maggie Smith would like to counter. It was a lot because they aged her up from fifty three to like ninety three. Oh, she was fifty three. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another uh, role around this time on a childhood favorite of mine that she was in was uh, the Secret Garden. She played the, oh, okay. uh, which I played the other day. Right. She plays like the housekeeper in that, and she's like the same age so yeah she still looks like an older woman but yeah they made her like 80 something in this yeah it's very well done it's very, very subtle. subtle right that's why i would never even know um, i mean it's not really subtle if you she kind of looks like the crypt keeper when she, <laughs> yeah but if you, well, she kind of looks know. like that now you, though <laughs> she does look like that yeah now, and yes. if you didn't know that she wasn't that old like i don't yeah. think you would know and then you get the uh i think the the housekeeper yes. and then toodles, toodles who i was shocked to learn i <laughs> To this day, until we saw it the other day, I always thought this was Jim Broadbent. It's not Jim Broadbent. <laughs> it not. barely even looks like him. It does. No. What do you think, Justin? Uh, it kind of looks like Jim Broadbent, <laughs> but I, I never thought it was him. It looked like a different guy. I don't know. Eh, whatever. Yeah. I, was, I was shocked to learn. I'm like, who is this person? Shocked. I don't know any Colin had to ask to turn off Hook. You need to go lie down for a while. <laughs> it's like my world was falling apart. I'm like, first panning and now this. It's like... Yeah, and I mean, they get their reunion, and like we fit, we find out that this was an orphanage when they were kids, and um, Peter grew up here with mm-hmm. um, what's the uh, when with Wendy, with and Wendy she and... was an old woman who took care of him and acted as his mom, mm-hmm. and he met. So Peter his Pan wife is there. still like like fourteen years older than Wendy. Uh, yes. Well, yeah. No, no, not Wendy. Mora. Mora. Yeah, Mora is the his wife, isn't, which was Wendy's granddaughter. Isn't it yeah, Mo- Moira. More. I think it's Mora. To oh. be honest. Uh, okay. Do you think that Peter Pan was like, uh, I love Mora. Not your daughter though. She's a fuggo. No, thank you. <laughs> there is a really funny scene where they kind of like flash back. You know, at the end of the movie, they kind of flash back to. You know, he would go back to Neverland and continue to not age. And every time he revisited Wendy, Mm -hmm. she would get older and older. And there's some fantastic hand acting. You just see Peter Pan's hand come in and touch her shoulder. (laughs) And she turns around as like And it's Maggie Smith. It's Maggie Smith. I'm old. And his, yeah, she's old. And then the hand acting is so funny. Was it like, what? It's like, like he'd just been burned, like grabbing a hot pot or something. (laughs) And then he's like... Oh, you're so old. Oh, but your daughter is like sleeping in the bed. I want to kiss her. Yeah. And she's allowing it too. And I'm like, Ew. Well, doesn't yeah. he say, she say like, no, she's Peter, going don't. going to be mine. Uh, yeah. Just like Jacob kisses, is it Jacob in the Twilight books? No. The daughter of, yeah. you know. Of Bella. Yes. Yeah. It's just gross. Vampire man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he. Uh, so Peter, yeah, he's on the phone. This scene is great. Peter Pan was like killing any other suitors that were interested in Mora. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. stabbing them. So when they yeah. like demolish this building. He like picks them up and he like drops them off a building. He like, he killed himself. They're going to like, uh, they're going to, when they break grounds, <laughs> like to build the hospital, it's just going to be like bones and skeletons in the, in the, <laughs> in the basement. Also, I'm going to say little weird for people to grow up and get married that met as children. I mean, mm. I know what happens. People marry their elementary school yeah, sickos. I guess. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, not 
get out of my I don't want to do with that. Um, but yeah, so I love this scene because it's very, very real about how annoying kids can be when you're trying <laughs> yeah. to be, talk to somebody. Yeah. But at the same time, they're not, they're just being regular kids. They're just being it's kids. It's so, tr- it's very well observed. But yeah, this big deal that he had set up before leaving to go to London has fallen apart and he's yeah. like really stressing out on the phone, starts yelling at and them. And he yells like a real father would yeah and i gotta say i I, an issue that people have with this movie that i have heard Mm -hmm. is that uh he doesn't become peter pan until so late and he's this mean dad character but robin williams is just so good at it he's good yeah i think he's great as this character i was sad that robin williams didn't do his like minority voices like he would do in all his other stuff no none that yeah he's pretty turned off off until the last act yeah uh but but i was glad he wasn't like pop culture genie or anything in the last act oh i was was dreading that to happen no he's very good i think uh overall the performances are are great i mean we haven't spoken about hook but he's fantastic dustin hoffman Mm -hmm. um yeah i think everybody's used really well um yeah so he yells at the kids uh, you know, they go to the, they do the hospital tributes and like, you know, uh, yeah. Wendy has like affected so many people's lives, all these it's orphans. It's like this huge thing. And then, uh-oh. The kids are kidnapped. A wind comes in and seemingly kidnaps the children. So I have questions. How did Hook get here? <laughs> like what transportation is he using? Magic. But he doesn't have fairy dust. So who, yeah, who knows? Yeah, you know what? It's just like he, and Hook himself, he wouldn't be be doing this you'd be sending Smee like his lackey yeah Smee played by um, Bob Hoskins Bob Hoskins we just mentioned fantastic and uh, yeah he's so good but as a kid I I mean I didn't know it was Bob Hoskins and I didn't know it was Dustin Hoffman at all Um, but here, here, the real performance of the movie is in this next scene where they call the detective you know to investigate and the detective (laughs) is uh, none other than Phil Collins who I guess reason. wanted to be in this movie. Now, this movie has some celebrity cameos, crap, which are kind of blink and you miss them, um, unless you know they're there. They're As also- the world's biggest <laughs> Phil Collins fan, I can't believe I didn't know this was him. <laughs> yeah. Are you really? Or not? Phil Collins, who looks like one of the guys in Nightbreed who doesn't really have any powers, <laughs> the little dog. <laughs> dog guy yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not a big Phil Collins no fan. I'm not a big Phil fact, Collins I don't fan. like his music I like Phil Collins I'm more of a uh, Peter Gabriel yeah Genesis got way better once Peter Gabriel got out of there it could be the Phil Collins show why you didn't like the it's no fun being an illegal alien <laughs> no I don't think I've ever heard the that song, really? but I love it I love it sounds like a weird album song classic Classic Genesis tune. Oh, um, so but, yeah, yeah. So they get kidnapped and leave a big note, and then it's uh, from a like, what the Hunt. fuck? And um, Peter, yeah, he doesn't even remember. So I think the longer you're away from Neverland, your your memory fades. So he doesn't even remember that he's Peter Pan. Some that's, real like anime whole, rules. The whole like hook, if you will, of the movie. Oh, well, what if? <laughs> oh, you gotta call it. Yeah. What if he we grew got up? Uh, Rex? No, not Rex Reed. Who's the guy who does all the puns all the time? I'm pretty sure it's Rex Reed. Gene Shallot? Gene Shallot. Gene Shallot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, still alive, I might add. Yeah, so yeah, when still he, going. When his mustache is six years old. His Whoa, mustache great. is still growing. <clears throat> <laughs> so it's like down to his knees at this point. <laughs> yeah. 
No, it just goes straight out. <laughs> That's why he's so old. He can't leave his house. His mustache gets in the way. Yeah, it's like his life. It's like Samson, you know, if you cut, like, cut the mustache. <laughs> you cut off Gene Chalet's mustache, yeah, he, he loses die. all his strength. He'll just age like the end of Last Crusade. <laughs> it's the portrait of Gene Chalet's mustache. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I bailed on that. One. Let's keep going. Uh, so Wendy has to tell Peter the truth, the horrible truth. And there's a scene here where Wendy is like getting kind of in his face and being like, I really wanted to keep you, but I couldn't. And she's kind of caressing him. And she's almost making out with Their him. Their faces are getting so close. She's in love with him. You guys are right. Um, you're only uncomfortable because she's. Do you an think older she woman. married someone that looks like uncomfortably like Peter Pan? Yeah, his probably. Name is like Peter Boy or something like that. Yeah, he's just like that uh, Peter Pan cosplayer. Yeah, and she s- slept with some, had children, and then got out of there because she just wanted Peter Pan to have someone that he would, you know, stay there for all time. Mm-hmm. I guess so. Um, but anyway, so he doesn't believe her. He thinks she's an old nut. An old crone. And then, of course, Tinkerbell shows up. Yeah. And we get Julia Roberts as Tink. Mm-hmm. And I think she does a good job. Yeah, she's fine. Like, I think she she's... has a digital thing on her voice when she's not on screen. <laughs> does she, does she really? I, 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 I was like, is Actually, is, that, that's is more like something? Mickey. That'd be amazing. No, it was Julia like, like, hey, it's me. It was every so... Julia Dreyfus? That's weird. I thought it was Julia Roberts. (laughs) It's very slight, I think. But what do you guys think about the special effects? Because there's a lot when she comes into the movie. Yeah, I think they're well done. They got the little like lens flare when she flies around. And green screen. Miniature stuff. Uh, Sometimes it does not work very well. Yeah. Um, But this movie's kind of hit and miss. There's some like beautiful stuff. uh, And then there's also some... Uh, there's a lot of shots with people in the foreground as they kind of climb to the top of a mountain overlooking Neverland, and mm-hmm. they looked very Compton. I didn't really notice that, but yeah. I mean, you're the expert here. So. Yeah, whatever. But yeah. yeah, there's some good stuff. This was like 91, so it was kind of uh, after Terminator 2, so it was like the kind of advent of digital uh, compositing. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so anyway, uh, Tinkerbell sp- spreads some fairy dust on him, Wraps him up in a blanket, takes him to Fairyland, and who's who's kissing outside? Why it's George Lucas and Carrie Fisher. Apparently, yeah. you can't even see. Their oh, and faces. then they start floating. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple on like London Bridge or something that are kissing, and then some of the fairy dust sprinkles on. They start floating. So yeah, it was Carrie Fisher and uh, George Lucas. Um, Carrie Fisher apparently did a lot of uh, uh, script work on this. She was like one of the most famous Hollywood script doctors. I could see that for she this came movie. In to, yeah, to I probably punch needed some punch-ups. She's like Peter, or sorry, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> junk bonds. It's going to be hilarious. Yeah, she could have wrote the junk uh, It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I okay, love Carrie Fisher. Okay, so now we're in Neverland, and we're in Pirate World. Mm-hmm. And I like this set. It I is I think it's huge. very intricate. I will say it's a little brown, but that's the point. It's, it's kind of golden. Yeah. Everything is kind of lit at like kind of a golden hour or I something. love it when you can tell that they built real sets, which I feel like they don't do anymore. It is enormous. Mm-hmm. I Actually, I read a, a recent, uh, Spielberg hates this movie. And uh, there was a, a recent interview with him and he was like, oh, I just look at the hook sets and like, thinking if I did it now, I would do them all digital. No! And, and, you know, have the actors on blue screen. Uh, And then he said, his issue was that he had, uh, it was a great hook for the movie, pun intended, but, Mm. like, it was a great premise and and setup. And then the ending was great. The middle part, he didn't know what to do with. He said he was very insecure. And 
uh, the more insecure he got, the bigger the sets got. He was just <laughs> trying to compensate for the story. Bigger, bigger. Yeah. So he said, yeah, if, you know, the more I thought about it, eh, I'd just paint a tree like green or purple or something like that. And just Well, know. there's some famous photos of him on the set of Hook just like sitting on a camera crane playing Game Boy. Oh, waiting for the boy. next shot to start. Yeah. Boy. yeah. So maybe he was a little checked out. He always yeah. uh, he said he just didn't know how to work with the middle part. He said the like, story wasn't working, but he just figured he'd go with it anyway. Well, where was he in his career at this point? Uh, because he obviously was given a huge budget to make this big movie. Yeah, this was very expensive. Um, Did he just have a hit before this? I'm thinking he mm. might have, but I know all I can think of is Jurassic Park and Schindler's List came out two years later. Yeah. I don't know, but he always seems to like hit it out of the park uh, after like a kind of failure. So he had like 1941, and I think that led to like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. Um, so I God, think the new IMDb website is unreadable. Yeah, like the I way they like have it. it laid out. No, I haven't like, what the hell? Yeah, I haven't checked. They it out. organized it poorly. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm looking here. So da, 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 before Hook, he had always. Always. Oh, terrible failure. Oh, was it really? <laughs> yeah. But Indiana th- Jones' Last Crusade, which was critically a failure at the time of its release. No, it but wasn't. it probably made a lot of money. Yeah, it was. Last people Crusade? Like, yeah. I, weren't people really down on it? No, I remember that, reading was like, that. that was like beloved. Hmm. Yeah, everybody was like, oh, it's as good as Raiders. Well, Colin was there, Not so true. Uh, he can uh, Yeah, he can I wasn't attest. there. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was like, all the reviews were like, almost as good as the first one. Hmm. Hmm. Not true. But yeah, so maybe that was like his, you know... He was had he was still in everyone's good graces. Also, at that point in his career, it wasn't like 1941. He had done already a lot of hits at this point, so oh, yeah. he had cred. He was like Spielberg. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> he's blockbuster man. Yeah, give and him then anything. He would do so many other big hits after this. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So we're in the pirate like world, <laughs> and there's so many extras in this yeah, set, that's, which I like. But there's lots of little details yeah. going on. It's very, uh, the production design is very dense. Yes, <laughs> and the costumes. so many things, and maybe it's the way the set is arranged, all the buildings, to sort of hide that. There's kind of like a backdrop behind there, mm-hmm. but all the buildings kind of like hide the distance. So you never really see like the kind of horizon or anything. So it's all kind of clustered together, but fuck, this set is massive. Yeah, it's, massive. It, it, it looks great. Um, so we get some pirate funny stuff, but we need to meet... The head pirate, of course, the man himself, Captain Hook. Mm-hmm. Growing up, I had no idea it was Dustin Hoffman. Uh, and you were a massive Dustin Hoffman fan, too. Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I would know <laughs> Dustin Hoffman from. I, you're, you're like a Hoffman. Tootsie. Yeah, I never saw Tootsie. <laughs> but, like, uh, well, I mean, Marathon I, did, I did see, like, the the Tom Cruise movie, Rain Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but... Uh, this time around, I noticed how short he was. Oh, yeah. As a kid, tiny. you don't notice that stuff. And obviously, he's wearing lifts. But Robin Williams, also a short man. Because you just imagine Captain Hook being this big, imposing figure. Tall, and gangly he is. guy. Now, some things, I'm going to say it again. Some things that people complained about is that he's too silly in this. I don't think he's very funny. Yeah, I think he's really good. He's st- just, that he's not scary, but like, don't look into what Dustin Hoffman has been up to lately. <laughs> okay, oh, <no>. okay. Oh, <laughs> I mean, he's coming back to Broadway despite multiple sexual assault allegations. Oh, oh. man. 
Man. God damn it. Um, but anyway, he's great as this character. And I never realized until this viewing, he sounds exactly like Jeremy Irons. Yes, he does. Exactly. He does, yeah. Did Spielberg want Jeremy Irons? Couldn't get him. Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah. He yeah. would have been good. Uh, he's fantastic. Bob Hopkins. Rush, Bob Hopkins. Hoskins. Hoskins. Yeah. <laughs> also great. Um, well, yeah, me. You didn't realize that he's short because he's paired up with Bob Hoskins. Exactly. Another short man. Yeah. And he's always like A at the upper king, level. short king, if you will. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Robin Williams needs to go undercover and he kind of comes out and says, give me my kids back. He doesn't believe him. We get a um, like another cameo by David Crosby, another musical legend as one of the pirates. Yeah. Apparently- what fucking dad rock like people in this? <laughs> it's like, so oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy Buffett is in it, but I, I missed him. But David well, Crosby. Well, Jimmy Buffett is best friends with, I'm going to guess, a producer on this movie, Frank Marshall. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That makes sense. David Crosby. Sorry. Multiple lines in this movie. Yeah, like he gets a lot of screen time. Yeah, he does. And then, of course, other big cameo that I never knew as a kid because I was a dumb kid. Glenn Close, yeah, <laughs> as the pirate gets that gets thrown into the boo box. Yeah, um, which is like why? just very random. <sighs> yeah. Like, okay. But anyway, uh, they hoist his kids up. He can't save them because he's terrible at everything. I do love when. Um, Peter's introducing himself and Tinkerbell is like, this is Peter Pan yeah. and Hook refuses to believe it. And they're it's like, you're Yo, Peter? Peter? No. <laughs> Pete the Peter? No. <laughs> you're no. Peter? It just you're? Gets, it's it's really going. funny. Yeah. It's kind of like a little vaudeville. Yeah. Thing. Dustin Hoffman. Well, I got to if we're picking favorites, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good things in this movie. I think I Dustin know. Hoffman is excellent. Yes. I think, you know, if, no one else is going to pick it. I'll, I'll pick him. You know, Bob Hoskins is great too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the, now we'll go on from from here. Sorry, yeah, that was awkward. What was awkward? Your transition. Transition. We're getting back to the plot. You see. Oh, okay. Well, now it uh, was a favorite scene of me as a kid. The mermaids who make out with uh, Robin Williams. Kind of weird. Doesn't really have much of a point. Yeah. They. Oh, they make I forgot it- to mention. Speaking of this scene. Because uh, Colin pointed out, you can completely see like that it's a set and it's a pool. Oh yeah. <laughs> I but we could notice it so well because this is a new HD scan of this that I have never seen before. Yeah, it's a really good. I transfer. haven't seen this like I said in years and years and years. I grew up watching an old VHS tape. This looks amazing. And mm-hmm. what with the reception of this movie, I wasn't sure I was even going to get a, a scan. It's Spielberg. Yeah, it's Spielberg. Exactly. Yeah. Even his lesser it movies looks. Did. Great. Yeah, it looks terrific. Well, I don't know, like, you, you know, when the mermaids are swimming towards him, you can kind of see the backdrop you can of, see, of, like, like, the, the pool. You can see, like, the bottom meet the side there. <laughs> yeah, but it's fine. It kind of, like, fits the stylization of, yeah, of Neverland. Yeah, and they're pretty. You know, and, like, they have, like, a, a kind of, like, high angle scene of Neverland. You can kind of see the compass in the water. I love that. Which is a nice little touch. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they make him uh, walk the plank, because Tinkerbell says, okay, like... You, you know, have three days to turn him into I'll Peter turn him Pan. back into Peter Pan and you guys can have your epic fight. You know, Hook's been waiting for revenge for all these years. So he's like, okay, two days or something like that. Yeah. So then, uh, yeah, <laughs> we get out of the water. We go to Lost Boy area. Does that place have a name? Uh, <laughs> uh, the Lost Boy back lot. Sure. <laughs> Seven at Pinewood. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So here is a uh, big set number two in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like it 
it kind of look, feels like a Universal Studios ride or something. Yeah, though. yeah 100%. not necessarily in a bad way, yeah. but it looks like something I would love. To, they run through it like several, several times. Yeah, through and around it. Yeah, they kind of have this like track with like a I don't know, like a skateboard, yeah, a windsurfing skateboard <laughs> thing that goes around. They have like. All sorts of things. It's it's very busy. They're again. so cool. So they torture um, Robin. <laughs> They're Williams. so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Says a ten year old boy watching this movie for the first time. Yeah, oh exactly. God. Skateboarding. Yeah, Radical. they skateboard. They shoot him with arrows um, that are really just like apples or rotten like, apples. Yeah, on like them or sticky arrows. Uh, and yeah, and then uh, he like skateboards up a wall and falls. He falls. Okay, a I lot. have a lot of questions though about these kids. <laughs> Because there's a Boy Scout kid, there's a businessman kid, yes. there's a greaser kid. There's a kid that had the the fat one with the funny hat. Yeah, he's got like a like, sailor outfit or something. Yeah. Like, were they plucked out of their own reality and then brought here? Are they adults who grew into children? What is going on? I think it's implied later um, in another flashback where Peter is kind of abandoned by his mom. She kind of like leaves the pram and it kind of like... Uh, we'll get to that scene. Yeah, it kind of like rolls down a hill and then Tinkerbell finds him and brings him to Neverland. To become a lost So I don't boy. know if she kind of goes to the real world to kind of... She's kidnapping children? She's kidnapping like orphans or something. Kids. Like that was weird because like she kidnapped that child. Yes. Like it's not like yeah. he was abandoned or anything. No, it's like, you know... In five minutes, the mom would have realized, oh, shit, where's the yeah. pram? And then she goes down and like just finds him lying there. But I guess... Watching this scene of Robin Williams be tortured by these kids, <laughs> it made me wish I could have gotten this version of the movie with Bruce Campbell. <clears throat> because like he's very good <laughs> at like being the like, oh, 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 being tortured by these, like, by these things. He can sell a nut shot. <laughs> better and than he could have also been like... Uh, you know, the smooth businessman at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. And also the like dashing swordsman at the end. Yeah. And you kind of uh, would have believed him kind of giving the kids back, like, you know, kicking some of these kids and like hitting them and you wouldn't like mm -hmm. hate him for it. Oh, come on. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you little turd. And then he like. You know, I do feel Robin Williams is a, a little lost in this role. Uh, uh, maybe in this part. Yeah. I feel like it. Yeah. It just goes on too long. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, that now you... Well, this is the entrance of our favorite character. Ah, uh, Rufio. Rufio, Rufio. So is your favorite singing, Ruf April? Rufio? Oh, uh, I love this whole movie. I'm going to say my favorite thing is the so the, H, the HT, HD operas. Really? Your favorite thing about... Well, because, your favorite thing is the transfer? Yes, because I love everything about this movie. My no? favorite thing is everything. Okay. I, I'm I, choking on the nostalgia, like just <laughs> wafting off of April here. I know, so much. Um, I mean, this kind of goes with the Grinch I was Grinch the same episode. age as you when I saw this movie. And even as a kid, I was like, it's fine, it's too long. Yeah, but I <laughs> yeah. had Robin Williams fever. Much I like also I, had Robin Williams fever. Okay. Wait, what? I can guarantee yeah. you I've seen Mrs. Doubtfire more times no, than you. No, no. No way. That's every not possible. Week. That's every not, week I, I watched it. For I, also, five years. I also watched it like every week. Um, and, and I still love it now. Whoa, whoa. Um, I feel like I have to just like, you know, yeah, you guys but, can argue yeah, for a bit. I'm just going go to go Much like Jim Carrey in The Grinch, like he was everywhere at this time. And oh, uh, it was like wait. Aladdin, uh, this. And oh, I like, love Aladdin. On the um, note of The Grinch, though, 
I was in line for something <laughs> last week, and someone said, "Hey, man, I watched that Jim Carrey's Grinch uh, yesterday. Still holds up. Still a great movie." <laughs> so there you go. That's the nostalgia for the for that generation. I, I was guess. out with my friend, and he had listened to the episode, and he's got a couple of kids, and was telling me a story where he went to. I guess they rent like a, a cottage or like a, a mm-hmm. cabin. See, so like on Airbnb or something, and then you know some of these cabins have like DVDs or mm-hmm. whatever. And he said. <laughs> So he always sends a picture to me of like the collection of DVDs that each place has. Sometimes they're really funny. Uh, and he said the last place he went had three copies of The Grinch. What? And it's all his they break. Yeah, and he's, yeah. Like, he's, he said it's all the kids wanted to watch during the whole trip. Oh. Like, oh, in hell. Can you imagine? And you know how kids <laughs> like to watch the same movie over and over. And yeah, over. exactly. Oh, but rather watch this. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So anyway, we love Rufio. Uh, he, I like that they decided to introduce a slightly older Lost Boy to kind of be the new um, leader because. Mm-hmm. These kids have been waiting for Peter to return for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're just living in this perpetual nightmare. And starving world. to death because they have nothing to eat. Hey, that's not true. Um, but yeah, so anyway, we have the famous scene. Oh, there you are, Peter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they decide to whip him to shape. And then we get another series of, sh- of scenes of them torturing Train- him again. Training like, montage. Training. So I admit this is very similar to the scene we just saw. But... I still like it. I think it's fun. Yeah, and they April have a... April loves uh, it. Flawless. Nothing to change here. <laughs> they have a uh, shirtless uh, Robin Williams who has been, I can only assume, waxed to hell. Waxed into oblivion. he is one of the hairiest people you've, you've ever seen. He's, yeah. He's, yeah. He's, him and Sean Connery are, you know... <laughs> they're up there. They're some hairy people. Or Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> I think they even have to like wax uh, Robin Williams' hands because he has hairy nipples. Yeah, he has wolfman hands. Yeah, he's like one step away from being an ape, pretty much, (laughs) (laughs) at this point. I mean, uh, yeah, so they try to teach him to fly. He's doing terrible. Um, I love that like he's stuck wearing like his tuxedo like this whole movie. (laughs) Then like when we get to the dinner scene, they they put these lost boys. They smell like shit, right? Of course. I can only assume, yeah. They're not bathing. Just like, like, like they rolled around in manure. Yeah, they're dirty as all get well, out. It's like kids. If you didn't force kids to have baths or showers, they would never yeah. ever bathe or clean no. themselves. And I think you could die from that. Probably, yeah. They would <laughs> have like get ru- like a bacterial infection. Oh yeah, they would have like staph infections. Are there bacteria like- in Never Neverland? Maybe not. Yeah, they, there are never bugs that's mentioned. Oh. oh, I gotta mention that during the one of the sequences where Robin Williams gets tortured, he does get hit in the balls, and he gets a really high voice. Oh, yes. <laughs> love it, love it. Yeah. That's classic. They did that in post, though. Bruce Campbell could have sold that. He could have done that <laughs> in practically. Person, yeah. No, no. Bruce offense. Campbell would have grabbed the back of his head and d- done a front flip. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, you know, Stephen, I think I could sell a nut shot better than this Williams guy. Uh, so, so the next scene is a classic. He, he's like scene. stunt doubling for uh, Robin Williams. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my God, he's so much taller than him. <laughs> that would be hilarious. But yeah, so the next scene is is a classic. Is it was the, a favorite. The dinner scene. The dinner I hated the scene as a, a kid. F- favorite scene of mine as a kid. So gross. I think the food looks so good when why is there this is my favorite thing there's a watermelon in the background that has a human face carved into it i I didn't (laughs) even notice that and i was like what is going on there i feel like robin williams has some good lines in here 
Gandhi ate more than this. That was funny. Oh, I was getting a little scared there because I was like, uh-oh, the impression was Robin Williams. Yeah. Well, yeah. That was a Carrie Fisher oh, yeah. uh, moment. There's definitely a take out there where uh, Robin Williams does a Gandhi impersonation. Yeah, of course. No content. But this character wouldn't do it. Yeah, his, yeah his, he's not <laughs> yeah. a fun-loving he's character. he's not fun. But he, and then they have the uh, insult off with Rufio, which is very fun. And then, yeah, all the, and then it's... Honestly, it brings like a tear to my eye when he notices... The spoon has food on it. And they say, We're starving, it. Peter Pan. Please, it, we Peter. haven't had any food. You're using your imagination. Yeah. And, then he, and then he sees the table and it's like this gigantic yeah. feast. And it, looks, it looked delicious to me as a kid. Even I, though, yes, there are bowls of whipped cream it that just are looks colored. Like, it looks like mashed potatoes with food coloring. It doesn't uh, look very appetizing. It's supposed to be a dessert. And like there's, yeah, there's lots of good looking food, at least at what I thought was, and uh, then of course they have a food. Why fight. does he need to have imagination? Doesn't he have an imagination in his job? He's happy at his job, it seems. He's, He's a not lawyer. taking care of his kids. Yeah. He's a uh, lawyer. As man. adults, we don't imagine anymore, and we need to do that because it makes life more fun. Yeah, you lose that childlike. But uh, he loves ability. being at work. He loves his, his coworkers. We see it in that scene. Yeah, I know. But he's not using his imagination. So, and he's right, neglect- okay. neglecting his kids. And as Morris says, Wait, I also your kids want to bring up. There's you. a scene where Rob Williams is trying to save his son. Like he tries, like he tries really hard. Oh yeah, he's, he's like got a dangling. From, he's got a fear of heights. He's yeah, and, his, and his, his son is like, "Please, please, Dad, help us!" And Ron Williams <laughs> is like, "I'm trying. I'm trying my best." Yeah, and then Charlie Corsmo is like, "Fuck you!" Basically, yeah. <laughs> he's like, "He didn't even try. He didn't. He did but he try. climbed to the top, and he yeah. went to the end. It's it's yeah, it's yeah. conflicting script notes. I feel. Yeah. Well, it, also Charlie Corsmo or Jack, he has issues with him already. He doesn't have any faith in him. Well, I think yeah. Uh, for the next sort of part of the movie, which is Hook uh, trying to get revenge on Peter by turning his kids uh, against, against him. him, I think that sort of scene he kind of uses it. He's like, "Your father didn't even didn't even yeah. rescue you. He didn't even try." I, I think this scene, for as long as it is, is missing one big set piece where Peter Pan tries to defeat Hook and fails. Yeah, I there's and that his was, sons turn so you, against him. So you feel like that should happen in the baseball scene, right? Yes. Instead, it, he shows missing. up. Yeah. yeah, he shows up and does nothing. But yeah, so anyway, we this is Smee gives him the idea because Captain Hook wants to kill himself, which is a very funny scene. Smee, don't <laughs> try and stop me, Smee. They are definitely lovers, right? Like, ah, uh, yeah. They, I mean, they have that energy. Yeah, Bob Hoskins had don't said, "Don't stop me, Smee. Yeah. Stop me, Smee. What <laughs> are you Smee. doing? Stop Smee. me, Smee. Stop me. Stop me. Stop me. <laughs> yeah, very, very funny. Um, but yeah, and so he yeah he gives Hook the idea. It's like you know, turn turn uh, the kids against him. Make and them that, love you. Yeah, make them love you, and you know uh, that'll be the, your ultimate revenge against Peter. And I, I love that aspect of the story. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, that's that's kind of cool. That's a good thing. It fits into like Jack like hating the father, and yeah, yeah. it's just like missing one big beat. It is, it. Yeah, yeah. And I feel that's why the movie kind of feels a little saggy. It in could the have middle. been a bit more improved. And uh, yeah, so as we mentioned, they try. They have this. <laughs> the like teaching scene where they try on the daughter and they give her an F cause she's just all mommy, mommy, mommy. She never shuts up about her mom in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of like, uh, this movie is about your dad. How about maybe shut up about mom for one second? Even at the end, he goes, think a happy thought. She goes, mommy, like, fuck you, dad. Like, it's just like, 
Well, he's yeah, a dick. The get out of here. Yeah, you're right. He's a dick. But she's a mommy's girl. He's like a, a he's Jackson, not a daddy, not a daddy, daddy boy, daddy's boy. But yeah, it's although also something kind of confusing is that Jack starts to forget about his real yes. world. But then we also were told that if you go to the real world, you forget about Neverland. So maybe it works the opposite be, way because Jack was born in the real world. Okay, so yeah, he goes yeah, both ways. He start he stops remembering that Robin Williams is even his dad. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he says, like, he went to your school, or he went to your sister's school play. Mm-hmm. Did he go to your baseball game? <laughs> yeah. No, he didn't. And the smashing the clock scene, I read a letterbox review that said this was the most mean-spirited scene in the movie. What does that mean? Really? How is it mean-spirited? What? Sm- <laughs> April's taking it up with all these anonymous letterbox <laughs> reviewers. Yeah. I'm going to take all the negative reviews, and I'm going to go through point by point and discredit them all. <laughs> Call them out by name. Yeah. Uh, it's not mean-spirited. It's it's him like having a therapy session and yeah. saying, like, this is for missing my game, and this is for never letting me blow bubbles in my chocolate milk and then he starts crying it's a beautiful it's good scene. i love when he starts crying and he hides his face with his cap yeah it feels so natural like that's what a kid would do as like, a kid who loved to blow bubbles and stuff i can understand <laughs> my parents finding it goddamn annoying yeah, yeah for sure too. <laughs> i love doing that too especially in chocolate milk uh, yeah um and then yeah so they're training peter and then they i i like this baseball scene but i kind of feel like it could have been cut uh, no, I think this is the moment. I think it's very important because I think this is the moment where Hook kind of turns Jack. He's giving Jack everything that his that he dad always wanted. That he always wanted. And I yeah. also think that having Robin Williams witness it and witnessing, you know, someone the, else fathering s- him. <laughs> yeah. And like, uh, I don't know if he calls him dad or Hook goes, calls him That's son. My my Jack. Yeah. And, and just then seeing the reaction Robin on Rob Williams' face, like how crushed beat. he is. And yeah. I think it's a very, very important scene. For, for both of their yeah. characters. But like I said, I think there should have been some kind of confrontation. Maybe he finds Jack and yeah, says, Yeah, there should hey, have been a go. confrontation. Yeah, yeah hey, yeah. let's go home. And then he says, I am home. And so There should have been a confrontation later. and maybe like uh, what Robin Williams tries to like, I don't know, lawyer his way out of it. And then he realizes, no, I need to become Peter Pan. It's the only way I can do this. Mm-hmm. Instead, yeah. it just sort of drags on and on and on. <laughs> Uh, and I, I ends. really don't like the scenes with Rob Williams and the, and the Lost Boys. Like every time they cut back to them, I'm just like, oh God. Because well, the, like the, it's, the it's Hook and Jack scenes are just so fun, I think, because yeah. Hook is a fun character. And it's around this time we get the boring uh, little girl singing song scene. Oh my God, which almighty. definitely could have been cut. Right, oh. guys? Yeah, for sure. She doesn't <laughs> even sing the whole right, song. boys? <laughs> we don't need yeah. no little girls in these movies. Yeah. Uh, not a good and singer not either. not even a good singer. <laughs> Yeah, she's but got a very like she thin, made the pirates like, cry. She's got a little warm. Yeah, it's literally the the American Tale song. Yeah, not literally, but it's very similar. Yeah, they played it at the Oscars. It was probably to keep it in there so they can you know have an Oscar nominated song. Yeah, um, and I, I also feel like this this next part, where right before he becomes Peter Pan for real, was always my least favorite part of the movie because it's all these like flashback scenes yeah just as a kid i found it boring for whatever reason it's and i know it's all the it's exhibition yeah he starts That's to remember why. like what happened and him going to visit wendy uh young wendy played by gwyneth paltrow a young gwyneth paltrow i had no idea felt very believable that she would become maggie smith <laughs> weirdly i don't it's, know why yeah, it's so strange i don't remember i didn't know who she was at this point like this yeah, is I guess before she seven I, she looked like she was about 16 or something yeah yeah well, it's very funny and the following year, she was in seven. 
<laughs> yeah. And then she turns into Maggie Smith. <gasps> yeah, and so this is the scene where Tinkerbell gets big. <laughs> For some reason. Well, actually, that's actually after he it's, becomes Peter Pan again. Yeah, so he kind of remembers. What does he discover, like... Uh, the little hideout in the tree that they used to Which, hang out another in. Another reason why I felt lost at this scene was this seemed to be referencing the book mm-hmm. that I haven't read. So he's like, this happened there and this happened here. And he's referencing these characters that are not in this movie. Yeah, I, I'm not that familiar with the original story. Yeah, and I haven't, I haven't seen the Disney movie at all. So yeah. Uh, it just never interested me. I think they're just speaking in generalities of like, remember all the adventures we've had? It doesn't really matter if they... Yeah happened or not and he sort of remembers his his happy thought which was when jack was born so being a father yeah being a daddy but also i want to say that scene where the pram falls Mm -hmm. and then robin williams is narrating and he goes i ran away because i didn't want to grow up and die you didn't run away. You're an infant. Like they who fell like, out of the pram. That, yeah, that just got knocked an over. An infant can't have these thoughts. No, so that is maybe, absolutely a note that was done during test screening. Yeah, like, let's give him agency in some way. Yeah, well, I think that's it, what it felt like. Also, so, to sort of like bury the implication that Tinkerbell just kidnapped. Maybe. Him. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's also a continuity error here uh, because at, this is the scene. Tinkerbell's still small. She shows up in her Cinderella dress and wig, mm-hmm. and is just talking. Talking about this is what happened before you were here. He finds his happy thought, which is that he is a became a father, a father. to Jack. He does his whoa, and he flies everywhere because he knows how to fly. He comes back down. He uh, visits Tinkerbell again in her clock. She is now back to normal Tinkerbell in her regular outfit. Then she gets big and she's Princess Tinkerbell again. Hmm, weird. That's yeah, a one con- star. How dare error. this literally magic person who grows large, <laughs> her outfit changes. Um, and she makes up with Robin Williams here. Did anyone else feel weird about... Yes. Like, I just... I, yes, absolutely. Obviously, younger women make out with older actors all the time, but it felt like like a girl kissing her dad or something. It's just like, where is this coming from? And Maybe why is, it's the unfair power dynamic between them or something. I don't know. It's just like, where is this coming from and why is it in the movie? It's just very strange. Yeah. It's like, he's, just cut, cut that out. Well, he starts to forget his family at home and she says, blah, 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 you have kids. And he goes, Peter Pan's got kids? And she makes up with him and makes him realize yeah, this he's whole married. amnesia plot line should have been cut out. It's not necessary. He, yeah, because he gets amnesia and him. then gets it back one scene later. Yeah, like I guess he was just so happy to be Peter Pan again. Also, mm. his speaking of clothing, his Peter Pan green outfit just materializes out of nowhere <laughs> when he flies in the air. But well, I guess that's yeah, okay. It's like the food. He's actually naked. Uh, he's just he's imagining. just imagining it. Yeah. <laughs> they, they cut so to- anyone else who doesn't have his imagination, <laughs> seeing a hair. Very nude guy run around <laughs> just flying in the sky like what the fuck okay With so dong, I mean, like flapping we the have wind. the great scene where he takes the sword back from rufio mm-hmm. everybody is on board yeah, and they decide pin. let's go get your kids back and it's the big finale i just yeah. want my kids back <laughs> exactly <laughs> homeless dad i like the finale it's fun it creative is. and wild and it's like we, we needed this a little earlier Steven. oh yeah at least like 20 minutes earlier it's mm-hmm. very much, again, the uh, kind of Home Alone-esque thing of uh, we're going to throw marbles on the ground. We're going to spray like, paint at, at pirates' faces. And John Williams is like... Yeah, it's very similar score. 
and they have like uh, funny fun. con- funny contraptions. That one kid turns into a dummy and he rolls down and bowls oh, yeah. over. The big fat kid. This is so, so funny. funny. He like folds his legs up <laughs> like over his shoulders yeah. and then there's a wide shot just before he starts rolling and it's clearly like a dummy. I wanted to freeze yeah. frame it. But even like the color of his skin looks like gray. Yeah. It's really <laughs> As a kid, I always thought that was stupid. I hated it. But now as an adult, I love good. I love dummies. So you can, you <laughs> I think it it's up. great. Yeah, I want to freeze frame that. I have a feeling it, it's going to be horrific. It's like the frame before a, a head explosion. Yeah, so Rufio has a show off, a, a showdown with yeah. uh, Captain Hook, which is really, really fun and great. And it's, you know, a good scene. But then he dies. And then I feel like after he dies, like everyone kind of forgets about him, unfortunately. So yeah. I kind of yeah, wish Yeah, that didn't really die. bugged me. Like, yeah. Rufio does not get brought up. Like, a minute later, yeah. Ron Williams is like joking and wisecracks. Yeah, and, and like, like Rufio's the, dead body is laying yeah, there. Yeah, the, the other Lost Boys don't acknowledge it. It's like they didn't even know what happened. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I like the emotional heft that it gets. I like that we get a, a. But it's like, do we need another, like, son father? relationship in this they mm-hmm. didn't really have that but they were adversaries I think it's very cute and it was good closure for Rufio's character to realize I'm very oh, confused that April is saying this is amazing and at the same time she's saying it's bad well, I'm not well, saying it's bad I'm it. saying it's room for improvement I guess but, I mean you can be <laughs> All right, critical. so A plus but you could yeah. get an A plus plus yeah. be critical yeah. of, it's a, it's of a CBB as we call it in the VFX industry well, no could movie be is perfect but uh, <laughs> this is pretty close no, it's pretty this, oh you beat me yeah. to it <laughs> Taking a sip of water. I will say, if I had to choose between this and Mrs. Doubtfire, it would be Mrs. Doubtfire any day of the week. Any day. Of you the cannot week. see how wide my mouth is. Just shaking my head. I know, because you. Colin, hate have you movie. watched Mrs. Doubtfire? Uh, not recently. All right, we got to do this for no such thing as no, a bad movie. No, it's perfect. It's so funny. Just um, Robert Williams, like, coked out with two dinosaurs being like. <laughs> <laughs> I do love in this scene that uh, Hook is dressed Jack up in a little Hook outfit. Yeah, it's oh, very, <laughs> very funny. Cute. It's very cute. And then cute. you find out this the wig is sewed into the hat. Oh yeah, <laughs> Hook's hat too. Um, I also was a little weirded out by the whole crocodile thing at the end, but you know I, they wanted to like kill him like without showing it, so it's like he disappeared. It's a, it yeah. was like a pizza a PG movie thing. So yeah, I guess it's, they it's have a little to. confusing. It's like what happened. But to I me? love that like. It's funny because it's like Hook is fighting Pan Mm -hmm. and then he's like almost winning but almost losing and then like... What are the pirates doing in Never Never Land? They're just living like a Bacchanal lifestyle. Um, A Bacchanal? I don't know what that word means. Oh, it's like a big orgy. They're like fucking and drinking. (laughs) Okay. uh, Yeah. But anyway, my point is Pan steps away and realizes, you know what? I don't need to fight. Fighting's not the answer. And then two seconds what later, what is this he's lesson that he's again. learned? Yeah, because yeah. well, Hook is like, I'm never gonna stop coming after your kids. I'll just kidnap them again. So then he realizes, okay, I guess I have to fight. But then, like, he doesn't because the the alligator uh, the, kills him. Yeah, he they kind of uh, they're fighting. I guess it's like in the original story, Hook was swallowed by this alligator or crocodile. Sorry. Uh, I guess. So, uh, but yeah, he got away and then killed and stuffed the crocodile. Now it's like this big town square clock it's got a clock in its mouth 
a big effigy. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then it's like, he disappeared. Okay. Yeah, so like, uh, Tink- he kind of like punches through its chest and then it comes to life magically. I don't really understand I do it. like how Smee like realizes like where this is going and then he steals all of Hook's gold. He's going <laughs> to hightail it out of there. And then apparently get reincarnated into a street sweeper in London. Um, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> That's just Bob Hoskins. Whoa, it's Maggie Smith. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Hello, yeah, the movie is o- almost over. Uh, Peter Pan wins. He takes his kid home, kids home. He he, uh, he gives the uh, the, the sword, sword to Pan's one sword, of the Lost Boys to uh, the the fat rolling kid. <laughs> and the rolling kid's like, "Oh, maybe Rufio should have this. Where's Rufio? <laughs> Pan, what happened to Rufio?" <laughs> Bangerang. Um, so yeah, they go home. And it's just a big wide shot, and he's like, Rufio. <laughs> Rufio. Yeah, Pan's like, uh, uh, he's over there. See you guys later. What <laughs> if the pirates like flee with Rufio's corpse still on the ship? They would yeah. never know where Rufio went. They'd it's think he'd true. like abandon him. David Cross, maybe uh, took his body and gave him a pirate's. Oh, you mean burial. David Crosby? David Cross? Sorry, David- Mr. Shelfay? <laughs> David Crosby. <laughs> David Crosby. <laughs> Uh, oh, they get confused all the time. Speaking, of, speaking of nut shots, David Crosby gets a good uh, oh, uh, does he? wooden plank to the nuts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we get just a, a brief scene back in London where, like, they do kind of something mean to Mora. She's, like, asleep in the chair, and they're like, let's hide in our beds and scare her, essentially, even though she thinks we're kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh, I imagine them sleeping there. I... I, I just thought that they were really there. I guess I was dreaming. And then they go, Yay. Mommy, I'm here. And then... Uh, I hated this last 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. It went on so it's long. It's not 15 minutes, is it? Yeah, it is. It's it like feel, 10 minutes. It feels it. Well, yeah. yeah, it should have been like two minutes. There's really nothing more you need. Um, yeah, it's like wrap it up. Pan there's a lot back. of like him declaring himself he's going to be a better father from now on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Say it. Or what does it do? It don't say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. proven action. Later, he's he picks just like an asshole dad again. His his businessman was still on the phone mm-hmm. the entire time. Can Peter Pan fly in this world now that he remembers? Well, yeah, I think he fly. Oh wait, no, he, he, climbs, he climbs up, up the, the uh, so no is the the, the drain pipe or something. Yeah. Hmm. Um, for some reason, yeah, Bob Hoskins is like a street sweeper. He's like, oh, wife kicked you out for the night, eh? <laughs> he's sweeping up literally bottles of booze. Yeah. In London, they're just littered with bottles of empty alcohol. Just like booze bottles and like knives. Yeah, and then, (laughs) well, the movie ends with with Toodles flying away where I... I I don't care about this character. I don't know this character. Yes, I guess he's from the original... He was, I guess was one of the kids, but yeah, he keeps complaining that he's lost his marbles, and then well, it's literally a bag of marbles in Neverland that uh, And then, what, what is his name, Snoots or something like that? Toodles. Toodles is like, off I go to Neverland! What is he going to do there? Will he be a child? Is he just going to be an old man there? I he's think he's crazy going off man. to die. But in the, <laughs> is that what it is? It's a metaphor. But in the end, you see him doing think, like I don't think Spielberg. You see him way. doing like loop de loops in the air as yeah, he's, he's flying off. I always it's hated this. It's a very cheesy ending. I always hated this shot. It's like the music. <laughs> the music is like swelling, and then he's it's like, like, "We don't care about toodles." Yeah, so like, he's he's going yippee, and he's like swinging around uh, the the what's the London was it Big Ben? Big Ben. Yahoo! Yaha! It's like the it's like the uh, um, the Birdman ending, <laughs> you know. Except in that you don't actually see him fly you just see the reaction shot so um. so in the reality toodles is like jumped out a window he's to like his death. dead on the ground 
<laughs> and Bob Hoskins is sweeping up his or, corpse. Or, you know, it's like Prancer, Justin, movie we recently watched. It's like, mm-hmm. did the did he fly away? Who's to no, say? No, he died. Who's to say? <laughs> Bob but Hoskins no. there with his with his corpse going, oh, wife threw you out the window, eh? Yeah. Um, Fell to your so, death, did okay, you? As you can see, as this movie went along, there were things that I mentioned could have been better. Mm-hmm. But obviously, mm-hmm. you convinced me, April. Love. Five stars. Yeah, it, it is. It should be. And I mean, <laughs> I guess if I didn't see this as a kid, I would probably have a different opinion of it. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I guess I could compare it to something like The Goonies, something I never saw as a kid and have absolutely no interest in watching. But mm-hmm. yet, people were like, people are obsessed with that movie. Mostly boys. It wasn't market, it wasn't it marketed to me as a girl, so yeah. I never saw it, and I have absolutely no affinity for it. But Maybe if I saw it now, I might like it, but I don't feel I don't have any like desire. Yeah, to, any desire to watch. I know, it. I know what you mean. I watched The Goonies much later in my life, like I was in high school, so I have no connection to it. Whatsoever. Yeah, but nah, people, me neither. People love that movie. Oh yeah, I'm um, obsessed with that movie. You know, but Hook was my Goonies. <laughs> um, anyway, that's the movie. It's uh, available to rent off iTunes and check out. Mrs. That good Doubtfire chance. was my Goonies. <laughs> yeah, Which one? Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh. <laughs> Fire. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so this movie, it's pretty available. I wonder if there's like a 4K Blu-ray of it. I have no uh, idea. It wasn't 4K. I think there it was just be. 1080 on uh, on iTunes. But yeah, the transfer looks amazing. Nope, there's a 4K Blu-ray of Hook. It came out in 2018. All, All right. right. There you go. Um, but yes, Merry some, Christmas, Some everyone. lucky kid <laughs> is getting that in his Christmas yeah. stocking. Is there footage of Steven Spielberg crying in his limousine after the premiere now, of Hook? Okay, yeah, I think you it's, told me that, or this was yes. just a famous story that went around that yeah. after God the premiere, footage. he went into his limo and was just crying at what a failure the movie was or oh. how much he hated it oh. or it just wasn't what you know he wanted. Well, as we know, there's lots of movies that were failures and the directors didn't like that end up being beloved classics to some people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that this movie is, I think it is more liked than hated. That's my perspective. Maybe I'm wrong, yeah, but that's know. what I feel is correct. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, if you want to rent this movie, it's available on iTunes. <laughs> it's uh, all about feelings, not facts, yeah. says April Advance. <laughs> exactly. I feel this was the most yeah. critically acclaimed movie of all of his time. career. Uh, if you want to email us, we're at no such thing as a bad movie at gmail.com and we're on Twitter at no such thing pod and we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash no such thing as a bad movie. And if you, uh, donate at the $5 level, you'll get a bonus episode every two weeks. Uh, we just recorded one on a very underseen, I think movie Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. So we talk a lot about that. We talk about the Zemeckis Pinocchio as well. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be available next week. And if you want to find me, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at April at Mansky. You can find me on Twitter at Declue D E C L O U X letter J. I'm also on Instagram under Justin Declue, and you can find me on Letterbox, uh, Justin Declue as well. And every week on the Important Cinema Club podcast, um, you can find me on uh, Twitter, Sergeant Zima S G T Z I M A. Same on Instagram. Same probably on Letterboxd. And we are wishing everybody a very happy holiday. I hope you uh, enjoy it any any way you choose to celebrate. And also... Happy holidays. Have a a happy new year as well. (laughs) Uh, That that came out weird. (laughs) (laughs) Happy new year. Don't let your wife kick you out of the house. And yes. It's me, Maggie Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a street sweeper. Enjoy your holiday. I'm April Atmansky. 
I'm Justin. Hook is dope to clue. <laughs> Pro Hook. Rufio. Rufio. Colin Bangerang Cunningham. And remember, there's no such thing as a bad